The following show contains spoilers for episode 11 of Survivor 42. Hello again. Hello again. Welcome back to RNG Show. This is a Survivor podcast where we talk about numbers. Does that make sense? Well, it will soon. Um... (laughs) Fred, can you please do. talk about math? Oh, God, we're already getting into it. Yep, might as well oh, start out with the God. headliner, right? <laughs> yeah, so in this episode, we had the do-or-die twist again. The, uh, arguably the worst thing to come out of season 41. But it's so entertaining. And last season, what happened was Deshaun was do-or-dieded, and... He picked his money hall box and then stuck with it, and it was correct. Yeah, he dude. He dude. He did dude. And lots of people, you know, not having any critical thinking ability and not understanding math was like, oh, yeah, of course you would stay. You always stick with your gut. He made made the right choice. Right. He made the right choice because he was correct, right? So if he, because he, if he had swapped and he would have been wrong, therefore swapping was incorrect despite the fact that it is mathematically the correct option to always switch in the money hall problem that has been proved for years and years and years and several you know tests and whatever it's oh it is literally just objectively correct to switch after your first choice right and unless so going into, unless you choose the correct option no, first right yes yes that is the like 30 percent of uh, options or whatever the actual number is i don't remember um but basically swapping roughly doubles your chance to get the correct one because of the way you choose the original then they show you one that's wrong therefore you have a higher chance of having picked a bad one originally with your first pick than you would have had to pick the good one so it's not a 50 50 you should switch it's objectively correct so going into this do or die my Greatest fear was just whatever the result being would only reaffirm the things that people incorrectly assumed based on last season, which based is that saying is correct. Right, based on the, the two examples of the body hall problem in this one specific circumstance that they are correct, that you should just stay, and that both... uh Deshaun and Lindsay made the correct choice. However, that is not true. But uh, Lindsay Dewar dies, picks no, the first it is one. true, because they did make the correct choice. No, but that's not how it works mathematically. It does not matter what the result is. That is, that is results-oriented, that is results-based thinking, which is not what you should do. You should... I mean, yeah, but the results are what matter here. <laughs> Yes, that's. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what happened. I want people to understand what the correct, objective, correct answer is. Right. So Fred would and rather lose by making the correct choice than win by making the incorrect choice. Yes, yeah. because that's how decisions. Because you would feel justified in in losing more so than winning undeservedly. Right. Well, yes, because it's the same thing in like in like poker and stuff you don't play poker based on like random doing whatever what you feel like doing like poker you you think about the cards on the table what cards you have and based on how the other person is playing you make assumptions and you play 
you make the decision that it's best in the moment with the information that you have, not what the result ends up being. If you but have a very good only, hand... Only the top 1% of players actually, like, math it out in poker. Well, though. yes, yes I, I'm not talking about, like, like doing the every single calculation. My just general point is that they make their decisions based on what is, like, best in the moment, not what the result is. If they have a great hand and they, you know, go all in on it and lose to somebody, like, binking a... a royal flush then they didn't make the wrong decision because the result was so unlikely that they shouldn't make their decision based on that unlikely scenario they they could have been bluffing though yes of course but i'm talking <laughs> no but like i'm talking about binking it i'm talking about last card flips and it you know or if we're assuming the player the isn't like even thinking about bluffing and they're only like putting in when they have good cards and, like, not doing anything well, not, when they have no, bad no, no, cards, right? No, 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 no. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, just in a situation where... Poker is a much more complex game than the Monty Hall game. Yes, yes. But just in general, whether it's poker, whether it's other card games, whether it's whatever, you should not think about the your decision that you made or anybody made based on what happened you should always think about and make decisions based on what is best when you made that decision just because Lindsay and deshaun were right in these two situations does not mean that they made the best decision when presented to them they well, made the wrong decision but <laughs> they made the they, best decision yeah. on a whim oh i think on no but here's the thing too is because they're not just like choosing a like a box just like in a second right they're like thinking really hard about it so they're like uh you know they're committed to the box they choose so when they want to switch it's not just about the math it's about the emotional attachment they've put into that box because they're they're putting all of their faith in the game into that one box so it's like you create this emotional connection with your box that you chose that's going to keep you in the game and when you've like committed then jeff's like do you want to swap and that's like you know if you get like a a new puppy right and then like the next day someone comes to your door with like a different just as cute puppy like hey want to swap oh my god and you're like and maybe the new puppy is like gonna be a better dog in the long run but you're already emotionally attached to the one that you brought home that is not even close. That is... Oh my god, I'm going to lose my mind. Oh my... So so what you're telling me... So what you're telling me is that they made the correct decision. Like, despite it being objectively incorrect. Well, here's the thing. No. Because it's not about whether it's the right or wrong decision. It's about the decision that they are, like, committing to. And they yeah. don't... After they've, like, put that effort and that faith into like their choice they don't want to just like immediately backpedal on their choice they want to be confident in what they've chosen yeah it, it's what? less of the so so in this case it's less of the monty hall thing and it's more of like schrodinger's immunity oh my god i'm gonna lose my mind because they're not picking based on they're not picking based on the map i'm gonna i know that <laughs> and what i'm saying is that that's wrong <laughs> 
No, they're 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 picking their box based off of how many fingers the producer off screen is holding up. <laughs> okay, you know what? I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> but like, I I I or I, I can't I can't understand I can't understand this thought process. You're saying that they should just like I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. So basically, so, they okay, choose okay, the so... box they have the best feeling about, and then if. If basically like if that box is like the wrong box, then like they've already made peace with that idea. But it would be even more heartbreaking if you choose the right box and then like swap it out. So it's like ignoring the math, right? And you have to think about like the emotional side of it. Yeah. Like you would feel crushed. You would feel crushed if you chose the one and three box and then you like gave it back to Jeff. Versus you already made the peace that like maybe I made it, maybe I didn't, we'll find out. But I'd rather like have stayed i don't know it's like it's all about you know survivor being a risk but it's like would the feeling of like not swapping be worse than the feeling of like swapping and getting the wrong box okay no see i understand that so you just gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold shut up (laughs) that's right brother (laughs) oh my god like i understand that because there's like all right perfect i think we've covered situations (laughs) there are other situations where that like does apply where i feel that right but they're in situations where the math isn't just out there and objective right there are things that are much more up in the air and there isn't any kind of like just correct answer so it's it is actually up to me and i go okay well i chose this i'd rather be wrong with this than be right or i'd rather yeah be wrong with this than switch and then also be wrong you know, this is just a like a reflection of the entire game of Survivor. That's pretty if deep. If you think about it. Whoa. Whoa. I hate it here. <laughs> Fred, I think you should consider a, a, like uh, developing your career more in the direction of puppy math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be People more successful. <laughs> right, puppy math. You know what? I hadn't, I hadn't considered that. Next time I go talk to one of my professors... Um, mm-hmm. about like a question I got wrong on a test, I will make sure to present it to them um, with that in mind and say, but actually, Professor, have you considered the puppy problem? Right. Yeah. Like the, I understand that I'm incorrect based on the numbers, but if we substitute all of the numbers for puppies, we should reconsider. Right. And you have to, you have to think about what I was going through emotionally when I wrote my answer. And if you really think about like in the moment, you know, I'm very stressed and you know the answer that I wrote. It really, it's it's it should be considered correct because of the emotional state that I was in. I, I yeah right because perception the, I perception picked... creates reality. So in that yes. moment when you chose that answer, it was the correct answer. Yes, yes, yeah. because in that moment, because it was I made your the answer, the best decision yeah. possible. Yes, it was my answer, so I should get immunity. I mean, the points for it. Yeah, Monty Hall never accounted for manifestation. <laughs> you know what you're right you are right that is, that is true i can't deny that you should you should take that to your professor and teach him something <laughs> yeah wow we were just blowing the whole math community out of the water so other than this um did anything like really happen in this episode i know like you know they come back from tribal and they talk about uh 
tribal and like omer talks about mike and mike talks about high and mike mike does like the double crass thing on on andrea which i think uh, we all fell for right yeah where he's like these two fools at the bottom easy vote what are they even doing here we're gonna get rid of them and like, yep that checks out with uh mike makes perfect sense and then mike's like psych it was all a ruse to deceive Drea. Yeah. Mike, Mike's playing a little bit. Yeah. I thought... This this goes into the after the immunity challenge part, but uh, I thought there would be no chance that Mike would trust Omar about the thing, about giving up his idol. Yeah. Well... Because, like... Uh, Omar randomly comes up to you. Hey, Drea's gonna steal your idol. What? What do you think? Like, are you, you're just making that up, man? Like, well, uh, yeah, but it's also one of those things that like they haven't seen that advantage yet, and that seems like a wild thing to just make up. So I feel like it's one of those. It's so yeah. Like if you it, like you know Omar's like a smart guy. He's like a smart player. And it'd probably be pretty extreme, yeah, to be like, hey, Drea has an advantage that's going to, like, make us need to, like, get rid of your, like, she's going to take your idol, basically. Versus, you know, him using some other, like, method, I guess, to, like, convince him to just not play his idol and then vote him out or something. Yeah. The only reason he would do that is to try to keep the idol for himself, but again, it's very, like, crazy to do that and the thing the other side of it is that mike trusts omer like it, it's like his number somebody, one at this point r- yeah it's not yeah. somebody just randomly outside of your alliance coming up to you and trying to make this play it's omer being like somebody you trust you know say hey i'll hang on to your idol and again the only situation where this is like bad for mike is if omer's trying to vote him out and keep the idol which would be also a crazy play for omer but, I really thought that's what was going to happen, too. Yeah, it is definitely possible. Um, but from Mike's perspective, and from Omer's perspective, if that's not their intention, um, like, as an alliance, then uh, Mike and Omer should understand that Omer's best play is to uh, give it back to him after. So yeah. really, there's no risk for him handing it over for a tribal. Um, if, again, their actual intention as a group is still to get out Drea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mike is, like, you know, intending to, like, go to the finals with, with Omer as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of, like, in their all best interests together. As Omer's little lapdog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, basically Ironic, at this point, you know, they they are certainly, like, at least outwardly kind of like giving some discredit to like Romeo and Marianne, but you know, they could like definitely kind of rise up again, like just and start voting people out the top. So it's still in the interest of, you know, uh, you know, from their perspective of like Mike, Omer, Lindsay to like still stay together as a unit. Um, so they don't get like just dismantled. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Lindsay, we could talk about the challenge real quick and uh, another perfect the battle Royale. Another perfect example of why the do or die uh, twist is horrible 
is because everybody's best play outside of the very, very, very bottom or the very, very most competitive is to sit out. It's just yeah. not worth it to risk the the 30% to, to be safe just by participating. Um, and so, of course, we see that in action and everyone except for Jonathan and Lindsay sit out because that was the correct option. Mm-hmm. What would have happened if Lindsay would have sat out? I think they just hand it to yeah. Jonathan. Def would go. And Jeff, nobody has to play Monty Hall? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I guess not. Def would look at all, all and be like, wow. And then he would be like, <laughs> well, Jonathan, come on up here. And everyone would like kind of clap half-heartedly. Uh, and then, <laughs> you know, Jeff would reach up and clamp his hand down on, on Jonathan's shoulder and give him a little like squeeze and a wiggle and talk about how you know this is such like a monumental moment in the game and if anybody had just like taken that chance you know maybe they could have you know changed something here no of course jonathan still like wins the challenge anyways so maybe it would have just been faster that way that challenge is brutal too by the way yeah honestly i thought Lindsay had it i thought Lindsay was in a better um physical like position to yeah it was all about the feet there. right because like last all episode feet. jonathan's feet were like too big for the narrow perch yeah but this this time jonathan uses his uh his large arms to keep himself uh like suspended yeah and he like wasn't really using his legs at all versus mm-hmm. Lindsay, who had to kind of do with more of a, a full body application there yeah also this weird like rivalry between these two was not something i expected but it's been really fun to watch the past few episodes where it's always these two at the end of a challenge yeah, yeah. well don't forget Basically e- e- ever since tory yeah, i was got gonna say out, don't forget like the two. first rival is with jonathan and tory for these challenges oh uh, yeah yeah yeah, that's true and now it's just jonathan and Lindsay. Mm-hmm. so that's kind of interesting yeah, I mean, yeah, so like, Lindsay loses has to do do or die. We already talked about it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a lot of time spent on the do or die. Oh, they like debate us with Lindsay getting her her slideshow. Oh, that's the thing. Right after, as we got into the actual vote and camp stuff, I'm you know trying to run the simulations in my head and go, okay, you know, this edit means that you know it's. it's Plus two percent on Lindsay getting died versus dude, um, you know. And but then they showed the uh, the flashback, and I was like, "Oh, it's over! It's over! That's the red flag! That's the death flag! It's done! She gets she gets died." Um, but then you know the camp life kept going, and we were doing all the strategy, and Lindsay was involved. I'm like, "It'd be weird for them to put all this in only for like none of it to matter because she just goes home and it's a short tribal." So like maybe she's safe and I'm, you know, just trying to <laughs> figure it all out. And at a certain point I was like, I'm pretty sure she's going, but all the strategy being talked about would be very weird to include if she was going home. Yeah, for so. such was like awesome build up we had. It would have been kinda of disappointing if like it just didn't happen. Yeah. So thank God. Thank God she made the mathematically objectively incorrect decision. and was safe anyways because luck because it made the episode significantly more interesting Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but getting into that the 
strategy here is pretty interesting because obviously we talked about the first big thing was Mike sort of planting the seed that, you know, it's just going to be the one of the bottom two and that's it to Drea and to make her feel comfortable. Um, and I don't remember what happened after that until Drea tells Omer about her advantage. Yeah, it like all comes back to Omer. Always. He's like given like the crucial piece of information. That's all he needs to be like in complete control of the vote. Mm-hmm. So basically, Omer's like confronted with the situation where he has to decide, or like <laughs> he gets the privilege of deciding between like, should we take like should we have or you know try and convince Mike to like give up his idol so it won't get used immediately by Drea, and in that case, do we just vote Dre out or do we vote Mike out while he's vulnerable <laughs> um and that's kind of like the big question going into it they also keep a secret whether like Mike is actually going to like give up his idol or not which I think was like a really good idea for the tension in the episode yeah for sure uh I think this ultimate decision though like like Dre goes home here uh probably makes way more sense for Omer a hundred percent yeah because like Mike's already like like, super duper loyal to you (laughs) Uh yeah and Drea you know Drea could be the one to like round up Romeo round up Marianne like round up Jonathan and just like Mm -hmm. knock off Mike Omer Lindsay yeah for sure makes sense for John or for Omer's game Mm -hmm. if Mike makes a play to get Omer before the end I think Mike has a chance of winning it otherwise if if he's sitting next to Omer there's no shot. I think, yeah, I mean, I think if Omer's not in the final three, then Mike wins, period. Um, I think the only I, other one that's close is, like, I still, I still don't think without making the play to get Omer that Mike wins. I think, like, but Jonathan or Lindsay both have a better shot. I could see Lindsay. I don't think Jonathan would get the votes more than mike i think people like mike too much other than like a couple people like chanel i think jonathan has had more has butted heads with people more i think people can respect the like physical game but even then he hasn't like i think this episode they really well they really showed that off in the beginning of this episode where he's like a zombie and he's like trying to kind of help but then people are just upset at him for not like helping more yeah he the only people that were really upset with him were like Drea. Drea and Lindsay's and not Lindsay. too happy, but Drea I, and Lindsay aren't happy. And then L- you also Lindsay's had several confessionals where Lindsay said that Marianne also has previously been like, "I don't like Jonathan." Yeah, Jonathan if you have like, like Marianne, like Marianne and Drea on the jury, like if that's a situation that happens, like they're probably not voting for for Jonathan. I feel like Tori like probably wouldn't vote for Jonathan if she, like when she's on the jury. I just feel like he doesn't have the votes and he has it like what Jonathan needed to like win this game was to go out and like, you know, like he said, like kind of minimize his presence, but still like, you know, be really dominant in individual challenges as well, but then also be like involved in strategy. And he has been to a point, but he's like rubbed people more of the wrong way. So even if he like does win every challenge from here on out and like gets to the final three, I just feel like, people are going to just say like, you know, so what? Like it wasn't the most impressive it could have been. So like, we don't want to vote for you just because like you're a big guy who like 
has the physical capability of like winning challenges because mm-hmm. it hasn't been a dominant performance you know more so than you know other people who are like good at challenges yeah, but I just, I just don't think he has like jury votes yeah because especially you think about Lindsay, who's been like toe-to-toe with him and also on the receiving end of his like very bad strategy and was the one trying to be like no here's why that's bad and getting like totally shut down you know yeah. i don't think he's getting Lindsay's vote either Mm-hmm. Uh, like Jonathan so beats like, Romeo and that's it. Yeah. But it's a final three. Yeah. So it's like Romeo is at the very bottom and I think Jonathan is one point above him. But there's always yeah. gonna be a In third person winning. there. And between Omar, Lindsay, Mike, and Marianne, any of them beat Jonathan or Romeo. Yeah. And sort of speaking to that, Lindsay these past like ever since the trade really has been pretty impressive. Like She's not. Yeah, Lindsay's know, been my pick to win since the beginning. Yeah, she hasn't been like this, you know, on the same level of gameplay as like Omer, of course, but like she's yeah. still really like involved in making these votes happen. And like even um, this episode, she was like shown to be kind of, uh, what's the word? Like making Drea feel comfortable while also still playing the game and running the strategy. Yeah. And I've just been like very impressed at the the past few episodes, and also <laughs> she's now been uh, twice the almost victim of really bad mechanics in the game, where she mm-hmm. almost got voted out if Tori hit the one and six, and then almost got voted out here with the do or die, but hit both. Um, which I just think is like if she wins, kind of poetic, that <laughs> despite everything that the game tried to throw at her to get her out through BS, uh, got through it anyways. Yeah, and, well, I guess uh, that kind of answered what I was about to say. Uh, you know, I know we're talking within the context of the game a little bit, but when I kind of, you know, it, open up the third eye and I kind of look at the presentation of the <laughs> season, like, I do, in a way, kind of struggle to see, like, what Lindsay's like story is supposed to be, I guess. Yeah. Where like that is true. a lot of, uh, you know, like Omer has a very like clear story. Both he said he was gonna like you know hide and then be a big force or whatever. But like we've also just seen him be so dominant. Like that's a story in its own. You know, Jonathan would always have been you know like the warrior arc through the season. Mike is like playing a balanced like social game. Marianne is like out there being weird and like using alternative like gameplay to like make her way through the season. Right. But like Lindsay is like, she's doing well and she's like playing a strong game. But like, I, you know, I just like don't see what the, the story is with her. And I do think what you just said about her, like overcoming, uh, you know, so many things like could be like the, the way we go with her. Lindsay's just weird. Because if we had, like, seen her, like, more consistently, I feel like I would almost be sure, she like, she would be winning. But I just feel like even though she's been doing well lately, it's, like, not registering for me, like, that she has, like, winner potential to her. And I, like, don't know what that is. I, I agree with you. I don't think she has as much winner potential as like an omer or a mike Uh but i really strongly feel like she is in the final three one way or the other Mm -hmm. um that's interesting 
And just with how she's been playing outside of like how she's been presented, I'm still like impressed with her as a player. Yeah, that's um, that's the main thing. As I think she's playing like a super solid like game right now. Yeah. yeah. And really she's in like I think between Omer, Lindsay, and Mike, I feel like she's in, in the best position there because um she could easily get rid of like one of them. Mm-hmm. And then if it's yeah, coming down just... to the final three, you know, it could be Lindsay and Mike and Romeo or something. And I feel like that's a really good shot for like Lindsay to win the game in terms of jury votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think she's right in that sweet spot where she's not at the bottom. So if the tribe like as a whole is working for to uh, vote out the bottom, then it's not going to be her mm-hmm. until, you know, the very end where they wouldn't where it doesn't matter. Um, but she's also not at the top, where if the bottom wants to flip and get out, you know, Omer Mike, then she's still in that number to flip. And, um, you know, she's she's not the top to be targeted first if there's that flip. Um, so, like, even though she's not, because of that, she's not necessarily the highest, like, winner potential, she's also extremely unlikely to get voted out, is how mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah, especially with how close sense. she's been with Omer and Mike, it just seems no so... one like wants to vote her out. It's the same yeah. thing with Omer, which is like crazy. Is like he's playing such a giant game, but like he's still so under the radar as just like you know, kind of like the friendly dude who's hanging around. That it's like you know he's just not been a threat, and I think that's the quest, like the biggest question mark that like I have going into this next episode right before the finale is like, who like who's going home here? Because we're in this like weird spot where we have six people, and like. there you know other than like romeo who's just on the bottom i feel like there's not really any clear like vote i see here you know because like at this point in the game romeo is such a non-threat like non-factor he's always out of the loop that like i'm not even afraid of rome like if i'm mike i'm like not even afraid of romeo trying to like rise up against me because he's just been so like out out of the conversation so it's like you have to if like you're anybody you like have to keep romeo because like you put him down in the final three and like your chances of winning get way better from romeo just like being there Mm -hmm. because no one's giving romeo a jury vote so if that's the case and romeo's not going home then you know do you just get rid of marianne because like she's a, a threat to your final three or like is marianne not enough of a threat to worry about because she hasn't really built up her resume and then in that case you're like omer Lindsay, jonathan mike do you like turn on one of the biggest threats for the final three in like omer Lindsay, mike or do you get rid of jonathan so like he won't potentially win challenges yeah i think it's really interesting i think it kind of comes down to like either Jonathan is going home because it's like just his time or I think people start to catch on to like Omer mm-hmm. and I think the and not placing too much weight on it because you know it's like hard, hard to know how much things will actually matter but you know Dre did mention like that little that little bit about Omer 
how like she told him the secret or whatever. And if Mike's able to like put that connection together that like, Hey, Drea told Omer about the steel idol and that's how he knew. But he also told me and like Omer's supposed to be my number one, but was he also like Drea's number one? Mm-hmm. Then if he's thinking back and like, wait, like, is he also Marianne's number one? Is he also Lindsay's number one? Right. And then we go back to like the swathy thing at the very beginning of the season. <laughs> and if they're all right. like, wait, is Omer all of our number ones? Then maybe they're like, we should just get rid of Omer because if he gets to the final three, then like he's going to have everybody's jury vote because he's everybody's friend. Yeah. I think that's very possible. The only thing that I think makes that harder is that because Mike is the one specifically that was told about this advantage, I think there's like a weird <laughs> psychological like switch that that, uh, you know, flips where Mike goes, oh, yeah, I mean, like, yes, he told, you know, looking at it objectively, like he told somebody about a secret that he was supposed to keep. But he's told me, so obviously he trusts me, and we made a play together. Mm-hmm. So that's like I'm, you know, as Mike, I'm in a different position than than Drea was. Even if Drea thought Omer was her number one, I'm different from that because we did this together, right, Omar? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like at the point where Omer just like has everybody so like woven around his finger it would be really hard to like organize a vote against him, especially because yes, like any person you tell could just as easily go back to Omer. And then like, now you're gone because everyone is loyal to Omer. And like, that's the point is everyone is like trapped in his web. So like if Mike goes to Lindsay, Lindsay just goes to Omer and Mike's gone. Or if Jonathan goes to Mike, even about getting rid of Omer, like, Mike can be like, oh, well, easy vote. Now we just get rid of Jonathan because now we have like a reason, like an even bigger reason to. So it's just like, is Omer like doing too well to fail now? Or is he at the point where like he's going to fail because he's been doing so well? Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, you know, Jonathan (laughs) loses the challenge and gets voted out. Possibility. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe but, they do finally vote out Romeo. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe after all these yeah. episodes of going like, oh yeah, Romeo's on the bottom. I'm so annoyed with Romeo. Watch him. Look at him eating rice. Yeah, that's the other God. thing, right? Romeo's entire contribution to this episode was just like eating rice. How about the, how about <laughs> the rice he dropped? Right? Oh yeah, he like, did drops drop the sweet rice. rice, and then like can, like the continuity is is incredible because every shot we go back to Romeo, like he moves a little bit, but the rice is still in the same spot on the ground. And yeah. I don't know. It's like if you're out there. And, like, you drop a pretty, like, hefty chunk of rice. You know, it's probably, like, five calories or something. Like, you gotta gotta consume, right? <laughs> like you gotta eat the rice. Yeah. Like what are you doing? Sure. You're already eating, like, a bunch of rice. It's like, you just, you know, ground rice. Yeah. Now it's, you're, you're playing it's got a, a little extra seasoning. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's kind of what's, like, in my mind right now is, like, waiting for the next episode. Just, like, seeing who goes home next. Because we'll have, like plenty of time to like theorize about the finale next week mm-hmm. um but like that this next vote i feel like it's going to be pretty important well it could be i just feel like if if like omer Lindsay, or mike goes home like that's a pretty big indication of like who ends up winning the season 
I feel like if yeah. Omer like doesn't go home, I would be really surprised if Omer doesn't win. Yeah, for if sure. He, if he does go home, then it's like it's really up in the air because then yeah, I think the, the Mike Lindsay like could win or like Marianne could even win if like some, the thing with Marianne. Right. So like we're at this point where Marion has been like a third party this entire season where like this there's been so many like alliance dynamics and there's been so many like people on the top, people on the bottom. But like Marion's like been on the bottom, but she's been at the top of the bottom and she's like other than the one time Jonathan tried, <laughs> she's like never really been brought up to vote out, especially after like the beginning of the season when they were like annoyed she had too much energy. So if Mary and Marianne has like good relationships with everybody and she has an idol. So if Marianne manages to like do That's something true. tricky next episode, like this could be the start of like her, you know, like her last lap. Right. If Marianne like does something cool with the idol and like wins a challenge or like wins fire making or something like, I think we're still in the universe where Marianne has, winning potential i know we haven't like brought her up too much yet but i think compared to other people like um jonathan mike or romeo who we have like plenty of reasons for why they could not win the game i think marianne doesn't have those like a collection of reasons against her yet Mm -hmm. she like doesn't have she hasn't like made any you know resume moves yet but like there's still a little bit of time for that and there's no she like doesn't have any negatives yeah, I see what you mean. Where, like, Mike has, you know, like, gone against his word, and he's backstabbed people. And, you know, the jury might, if if that's the game that he tries to advertise in his, like, final three speech or whatever, then they'll, like, poke holes. Be like, well, this is what you wanted to do, and you failed. If, you know, <laughs> Romeo's there, he said, oh, you know, I, I, uh, I played Survivor, then they'll say, no, you didn't. <laughs> if Jonathan goes up there, uh, you know, I'm not even sure what argument he would. I guess he would say, you know, look, I'm a big threat. And normally that means I'd get voted out early, but I was able to minimize my threat level. Uh, and here I am. But then people will be like, well, what else? Because we don't really like you that much. And you didn't really do anything too like crazy in the game. So like, why should we vote for you? Like, why should we reward you just for like getting to the end? But if Marianne's up there and she's like, oh my goodness, like, I can't believe I made it. Like, I knew I had to do something different to, like, get here. So I focused on, like, maintaining social relationships and staying out of, like, you know, the the spotlight in a strategic sense. But I made sure to, like, be present and, like, make everybody's day a little bit better. You know, I, I feel like that's Marianne's pathway. Yeah, my game, I tried to play this game like a rabbit. That uh-huh. you know is trying to get a dinner from a mailbox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're gonna be like, <gasps> minds blown. So I think I think people would be like happy, and I know she's like very young, which is like hard, especially if she's again, you know, crazy scenario. If like it's Omer, Mike, and Marianne, like if you're kind of thinking who you're gonna give money to. Like Omer or Mary or Mike would be like a way better choice than Marianne, mm-hmm. but if it's like, I don't know, if it's like Mike, Marianne, and Romeo, you know, I think Marianne still has a chance to like win just for the sake of like making Mike not win the game. It's like sure. less about the money in that like 
depending on who's there, I, I suppose. Because, like, if Omer's there, like, you want to give Omer the money because, like, you know, he's about to, like, get married and he also is, like, you know, somewhat a professional, but, like, it'd be really nice for him to have that, like, going into his life. And he also has just, like, played an incredible game. Uh, but basically, I think, like, there are realities where Marianne wins despite, like, being young. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's, I guess that's kind of what I have in mind. Obviously, I think Omer winning would still be, like, incredible just because of how dominant his game has been. But yeah. it's kind of just, like, the, you know, the the thought process of, like, well, that's the easy thing to say is that, like, Omer wins. So, like, what are the scenarios where he doesn't win, I guess, mm-hmm. is, like, what's kind of more in my mind. Yeah. And all of this, I think, really speaks to what has been so good about this season, which is yes. that the cast and the, the cast first and foremost is fantastic and has really developed like in interesting ways. Um, and on top of that, the editing actually making an effort to make sure that everyone is developed. And again, the most recent one is like Lindsay finally getting some time to shine and becoming like a very interesting developed person and player. Um, and so, like, just as the season has gone on, I just have become more and more convinced that this is, like, a 9 or a 10 out of 10 season. The one thing holding it back is all of the garbage twists and things that just make it terrible, (laughs) right? Right, but thankfully they haven't been, like, the worst they could possibly be. Yeah, and thank God none of them have come to ruin any part of the game like imagine if Lindsay went out on the tory vote instead yeah or if she went out here and and died instead of dude yeah it's and really it's like... been making like fun exciting tv right because like you know obviously it's not like healthy for the the game necessarily but like this was a very exciting episode because of like because of the knowledge is power advantage and like omer playing around that because we didn't know, like, if Lindsay was just going home or not. Like, it was a very, like, tense, exciting episode to watch. And if there weren't advantages, I don't know if that would still be true. Yeah, so it's an I interesting balance like... between the, like, the TV show and the game. But that's kind of all, yeah. what it's always come down to. Right. And I think that there's, like, some stuff that does enhance it. Like, I think the knowledge is power coming to ahead again in the same similar fashion where there's this big question mark of like oh did they hide the idol did they do whatever right and played around it i think that's exciting i think rng and mechanics in a similar fashion are so bad for the game that they shouldn't that the excitement that it forces into the show itself doesn't make up for it because yeah. yeah we are rng show not them yeah, yeah exactly uh and because the the we can only look at it as like this exciting addition to the game when they don't ruin it because yeah, if Lindsay yeah. went home it would not be oh but it's so exciting it would be this is garbage yeah this well, is I think, awful i think one really good example is the uh the idol nullifier right and I know you haven't seen season 39, but it was first used in, in David versus Goliath. And it was like, 
a fun but like still relatively like harmless in terms of like the game moment where like it worked and it was like awesome and it was like so cool and it was like an exciting episode but then in season 39 like it was used against somebody like everybody was like really hoping was like going to win the game or like do very well in the game and it was really disappointing when like they went out even though they had an idol because like it just was like coin flipped nullified yeah so it's like you know there's the other side of it it's like it's it's cool in one scenario but in the other side it just like sucks and it's not fun anymore yeah and that's the issue right is like the more things they add especially when they're so blatantly just completely skillless rng fest then at some point it's gonna hit the wrong target it's gonna land on the one and six at the wrong time and it's going to potentially ruin a season and i don't think having an episode be more exciting every once in a while with that risk is like good design or a good Mm -hmm. decision yeah i almost think on the production side it's it's almost to the point where like they're just trying to get it they're trying to like tell every story they can with it and then like move on right so it's like you know again for the idol nullifier it's like we see it i guess i don't even know if we've seen it not work but it's like once it works and like it happens and like there's the story told and again with like the do or die like now we've seen the story where like so someone picks a box and then they don't flip but they have the right box still even though it's mathematically incorrect right and like there's the story but like we haven't told the story where someone like flips and then they do win because they're like they made the right choice or someone flips and they're like wrong now right so there's like still more stories to tell with this Mm -hmm. twist or stays and it's wrong yeah like like, you know all these different like versions that like they could still do or like you know again with the knowledge is power right we've had this story like twice in a row where like people are outplaying the knowledge is power advantage. Mm-hmm. And last season, I th- I'm pretty sure we said like, you know, this is like the best you could hope for with the knowledge is power advantage is like to create a really exciting moment out of it. And like, as you know, it's happened twice, which is like, sure is like great. But like, are we going to keep seeing it until we see like somebody use it and then like make a big move with it. And what happens if they do that? And like, it gets rid of a fan favorite or something. Yeah. Then like there's also the upset. there's also the the meta question of these two seasons happen without them knowing about it uh, beforehand. Now going into the next season, people are going to be aware of like the fact that a, a an advantage like this could exist and could be in play, especially if you know they are like, oh, this person's getting an advantage if they go to exile or whatever. Then now they can like. Um, consider that and you know yeah and it's just like play around it but also the person that gets that advantage should know now to not tell anybody yeah is it like is the lesson here like just never tell anybody that you have an advantage anymore yes like, it is which is like true <laughs> yeah. but like there, it's there's so much more of a significant motivation versus like an abstract game theory versus like if people know you have an advantage now they can like directly use that again like people can take it away from you if they yeah. know there's like so much mm-hmm. more reason to keep it a secret yeah it becomes more of a like 
gamble and hope for the best if you like keep it a secret because like i see the the merit in trying to like have somebody know about it so you can plan around it and do that but it's so easy for them to just take that information and use it against you that the the best option is to just keep it secret take it there go for it without anybody knowing and hope for the best you know yeah. make everybody scramble without like there goes the plan you know yeah for sure and especially with like the holder of the knowledge is power you just can't tell anybody because the only benefit in that or the only result in telling people is having situations like this happen where that you get outplayed because them knowing doesn't help you really at all it the only thing it does is like help build trust with the person or alliance that you tell but yeah in terms of actually using it you just can't other other advantages like you know the clan idol you can tell people for a plethora of reasons but this was well, maybe not anymore can't. if knowledge is power stays in also true and you know there's lots of meta decisions to be made there yeah it's a good show yeah, and better. this season is very, very good, but it's good in spite of all of the, th like, despite of all of the things that they're trying yeah, to do exactly. to make it interesting, as opposed to, oh, wow, all of these twists are making the game super entertaining to watch. It's like, no, the cast is incredible, and they're doing everything in their power to ruin that, <laughs> but they are getting through it anyways because they've hit the the right numbers we the plan is aligned and we are in the best timeline for the for the season mm -hmm. yeah i i think we're in store for like a really exciting next episode and like i think the finale is gonna be pretty pretty interesting just because yeah. there are so many yeah. like contenders going into it mm -hmm. and it's yeah, it's, it's not gonna, even it's like oh like it's omer who's going to win and if omer loses like then it's this person who wins it's like you know we have four different people we're all like pretty confident could like win pretty much yeah so we anything else you guys want to say about this episode there's a lot and i'm sure we'll have you know even more to say next week but for this one this is a, just shout a outs. good episode yeah shout outs to drea her her exit yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Drea shows more like emotion like there than we've seen like the entire season <laughs> yeah and maybe it's like just the way they've been portraying her maybe she's like finally letting her guard down but like it was really fun to like see see that and maybe it was like a little too you know a little too long maybe little I, I think the yeah. i'm probably not the biggest fan of like when somebody gets voted out and then they like dump all their secrets I feel like that's like kind of like lame, <laughs> um, but it's like also part of the game in a way. But still, I think it's unnecessary. It's like unsportsman, like yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, in in that same vein, or in, in the vein of like good exits, uh, the past two have been like the vibe yeah. I like seeing in Survivor a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, high just True. being like. Yep, you got me. That was great. That was a good move, and being like really excited just because it's a it's good gameplay. Mm -hmm. Um, and now with Drea also being very excited that like, oh, you got me, and having a fun moment with being the one saying like, oh, the tribe has spoken, and sort of like helping Jeff put it 
on the fire. It's just like it's good vibes, and again, uh, a result of a good cast that mm-hmm. is has really good dynamics with each other. Even you know if they like butt heads, they aren't so petty about it that it's something that they cling on to, right? Because you know, yeah. Dre and Jonathan sort of like had a back and forth at the at the big tribal um but at the end of it they were like hugging and it was like fine right and then you know even with um marion and jonathan they sort of don't like each other but nothing's really come up uh about that and Mm -hmm. so it's just like it's just nice to see like people uh, the cast as a whole is playing well they're interesting people and it's just good it's good survivor Sweet. All right. Shall we move on to the next segment of the show then? Sure. So uh, we got lots of points all over the board. Well, well, I wouldn't say there's a lot. I I don't know. Listen, everybody got everybody got a little bit of something. A little little bit of something. That is that is true. Everyone did get points. So, if you want to follow along and you're listening, you can do so over at rngshow.com slash 42. That's the number of the season we're watching. Starting uh, with the bottoms, uh, we'll start with Soren. Don't call me a bottom. I'm calling you a bottoms. <laughs> uh, Soren, who you know is not here today, it's his turn to... Yeah. Um, you got episode points for Jonathan and immunity points for Jonathan. And yeah. he gets a chance die because Jonathan's won a challenge before. So, I mean, definitely, like, getting his value out of Jonathan, for sure. Like, good good pick there. Uh, good job. Sorry. Next up, we got Fred. Uh, you got Omer, who's, like, hanging around still. Uh, doesn't get any points for being a genius. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Lindsay, uh, so Lindsay loses the challenge but does the do or die thing so we gave her a chance to die for that and then we gave her uh some points for like winning because you know she like did something yeah because she dude <laughs> right yeah true next up is me who's kind of like living well, hold off on. Of... so that hold on we, you should probably say the total as well so me and sorry also both got six points true okay i i only think it's relevant because <laughs> the next two totals are going to be very funny when the bottom is established at six points sure i was gonna make some other joke but that's okay i'll still do it later i guess uh what was i saying i was uh, let's see um oh by the way i just feel like i should clarify and maybe this is getting a little too um meta at this point but just then, when I was like, oh, where was I? Let's see. That that wasn't me, like, actually looking for, in my memory, what I was about to say. That was me, like, just making a transition into, like, what I knew I was already going to say. And I feel like that's a really important <laughs> distinction to make. Uh, sure. And I think it would be in the best interest of the the podcast if this is all left in. Okay. So... Just because Perfect. I feel like it's really important. Right. All right. That yeah, being yeah, yeah. said, 
Uh, Please continue. <laughs> so I'm living off of like the inheritance still of of Mike, Romeo, and Marianne because they're still just like kicking around. So I'm coming into these episodes with, you know, more points than anybody um, at this moment in time. I got two, two, two from all of them, and then Mike got a vote this episode. Crazy. Uh, so I got seven total. So that's like one more than uh, the ones Fred was saying. Yep. Next up. And then my, my, my last meal. Yeah, last up we got TV who is losing Drea uh, today, which means he now has zero players left in the game. No more opportunity to earn points. Very sad. You do have a little bit of a lead on us, but realistically, there's no yeah, shot. Realistically, yeah. like no matter between Fred soaring and me, like if we have the winner, like we'll, you know, realistically have enough points to to pass where you're at at this at this time. Yeah, I I probably get last place. It's possible unless I like do really yeah. poorly. No, or soaring loses Jonathan next episode. True. That's the one case I don't get last place, probably. Right. Uh, but the good news is that Drea did get a chance to use her advantages before she went home. They didn't necessarily give you success points, but uh, yeah. she at least got them out of her pocket. So that was the knowledge is power, but she also snuck the, the extra vote in there. Yeah, uh, Notably, true. you know, still still worth mentioning, is that Lindsay has like a whole oh! aisle now. Oh, oh, I totally forgot about that. How did we not talk about that? That's huge. Because it's like so under the radar. (laughs) Yeah, it's very under the radar. Oh, I'm pogging, dude. So right now, Mike, well, kind of Mike, but there's there's three idols in the game right now. Yeah. That's why I think Lindsay wins. Wait, that's so huge for my team. I was already going to, I was going to say I was already, I'm super happy with having Omar and Lindsay on my team. They're just both, like, in good spots, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, Lindsay getting more and more screen time has been, like, fun. That's he- that's so huge. That makes me even happier. Yeah. So you're in a good spot for sure. Uh, unfortunately, TB is in the worst of spots. True. So, unfortunate. Uh, so totals there. Um, totals. So we're kind of narrowing the gaps. I'll start at the bottom. I'm still, you know, holding down the fort down here. Um, I have 110 puppies. <laughs> We're bringing it back to the puppies. We're going all the way back to the puppies. Uh, this is this is a shout out to our, our Minute One fans out there. Or whatever minute <laughs> it was. Thanks back for sticking around for this long. You know, we, yeah. we got you. We we see you. Uh, next True up is Fred. Get the, get the reference. Fred with 122 puppies. Uh... You know, we're looking at this graph. We still got some like pretty even spacing between everybody, um, but you know, like TV's not moving anymore. TV's yep. stuck. My, my, I have flat line. And soaring. no, he's dead. <laughs> so you know, soaring has one person. <laughs> like Fred can really like only go up from here, unless like Omer goes home yeah. next episode. But even then, like Lindsay's still around. So uh, yeah. Fred's in a good place with 122. Then next is Soaring with 134 puppies. Uh, Jonathan is still, like, continuing to be a valuable pick. Uh, you know, fourth overall in, in points. So uh, just a good choice there. And 
kind of surprising it like took us so long to pick him in our draft but you know i guess that's just <laughs> how things kind of shook up it's fine and with his final point total for the season is tb with 144 points puppies 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 144 puppies peanut butter and jelly sandwiches 144 right. pbjs what are we gonna do dude he uh, he increases his lead by two it's unsurmountable oh no oh no <laughs> it's well, over we'll see what happens happens next i mean looking at this episode right you know it's possible that like he he stays in first for one more episode we'll see it, it's possible yeah i i might have had a chance to possibly remain on top if i could have retained any of those you know four chance dice that i lost yeah that's true the other i mean you know since we're like at this point i think one of the biggest like mistakes was like choosing chanel first in the redraft yeah yeah, I should have I should have gone with Lindsay for sure. Yeah, that would have been like a, <laughs> a lot better, especially because oh, I don't well. think anybody else was like really going to be choosing Chanel. Yeah, uh, but you know, I made similar mistakes in in the first draft, so that's where we are, I guess. Yeah, I mean, your it's first pick right. was also Romeo, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, Romeo's still around. He is in the game for sure. Nobody can deny that. Well, I mean, it was Romeo was a better choice than Lydia, Rox, Roy, or Tori. That's true, actually. Yeah, you did pick the best two you could have there. Yeah. So I'm basically a genius. Right. <laughs> and we'll see who ends up being the better choice in the long run between Lindsay and, and Marianne. It's leaning Lindsay for sure, but, you know, we'll see. Could go yeah, either I way. Mean, like, I thought it would even out um, between Marianne's advantage points, but Lindsay getting the challenge points. But now that they are like basically equal and both have um an idol yeah it really just comes down to which one if either plays the idol yeah i think and this could be totally wrong i think you're like only like i think Lindsay's like two points up since we made the trade yeah it's something very very small so it's like so close you know that like it's just a matter of like if one of them gets voted out first and the next one like goes to tribal council like like that's it in, in terms yeah. of finale so yeah we'll see how that how that plays out and they both have idols now you know they, they can both play them they might be successful they might not be uh i'm really excited about this trade because like on paper Lindsay seems like way better especially like since the trade like these last three episodes have been really good for her but you know again very ends like who knows I, i'm not i'm not yeah, counting i, mean, I think yet. it's a i'm super happy with the trade just like as a whole not even because like oh i think Lindsay's so much better it's just like i think it's a good solid close trade where um neither one just like got away with robbery uh-huh. um like uh like the tony trade <laughs> yeah, but right. <laughs> you know uh where because they're both so deep at w- some point one of them's going to you know, run away with it if either gets to like final tribal, of course. And yeah, yeah. That, I think that is cool, and I think that's a, a fun trade to uh-huh. keep track of. Yeah, we've had good trades. Yeah, so my redraft decision was purely based on uh, getting as many points as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it kind of panned out, but the rest of the pack kept up better than I thought they would. Yeah, because, so. yeah, looking at the results, right, you definitely did that. You stayed ahead the entire time um, and got points out of it, but... Uh, yeah, Chanel was kind of a bummer, but Tori did really good, Andrea did really good. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely fair, like, for as long as Tori was in the game, especially you having... Uh, like the last pick there and ending up with Tori, it, it worked out really well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought Chanel had a little something going for her with the potential to gain some points, but sometimes your, your ideas don't pan out, Alas. you know? Yeah. I, that's how I kind of, and you know, I'm sure we'll do like a big overview later on at some point, but like, I feel like I kind of like, <laughs> I, I biffed the first draft, but I, I feel very confident in my, redraft and also my my trade mm -hmm. so i don't know it's like an exciting season and this has been like the whole point too it's like the the fantasy is like still also like anybody's game it, maybe not tvs but like between probably between not. like fred and me i feel like there's still a realistic chance that like either of us could win based on how these like you know how the boot order lines up yeah because i like you sure. know i see I see a possibility where like Omer is totally blindsided next episode. And then like Lindsay, like doesn't make the final three. And if that's the case, that's possible. If that's the case and the final three is like Mike, Romeo and Marianne, then like I'm in a really good place for earning points. Mm -hmm. I'm still very happy with both drafts. And yeah. Your, yeah. Your drafts were, were really good. I think technically, Let's see, because the I mean we we did the Jenny Mariah trade, which was like yeah. a couple point different. <laughs> yeah, which like didn't <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, the Marianne Lindsay trade has been super interesting here. Mm -hmm. Also, very funny that uh, I believe Jimmer was the one that gave us our our power rankings after the initial draft. Oh yeah, and put me at the bottom, uh -huh. which is again insane to me i could not believe that he disrespected me in such a fashion uh after my goaded uh drafts but i mean here we are here here i am reaping the reaping the rewards yeah yeah so and just to kind of revisit uh jimmer's power rankings from uh you know right after our draft so he put fred at the very bottom of course uh followed by me in the third spot TB in the second spot and then soaring in the first spot. So it's interesting. I mean, imagine a future where like he like he's like all op completely opposite wrong. Right. And like soaring loses Jonathan and like soaring is last place. And then TB is second to last. And then I'm second to first. And then you're first. Mm -hmm. Like, wouldn't that be wild? That would be beautiful. Poetry. <laughs> okay this is i don't know this is like so exciting and i don't know it's so like dynamic yeah the it's been very fun yeah redraft was like, a great idea <laughs> uh but we <laughs> we can't leave yet because we have some some chores to do yeah <laughs> i i probably i can. guess so <laughs> <laughs> uh so i might just leave it to you guys <laughs> sure that'd be okay <laughs> So uh, what? All right, we'll have okay. fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
That's uh, TB signing off. All right. Me and Fred, what's up? Bud. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, so what we have to do now is we need to like roll our chance die. Uh, right now, they're D10s. If we roll a three or a less, then we lose them. But if we keep them, they become D12s where we have like a little bit of time to roll them. Uh, we have an next... episode to roll them. I think, I mean, kind of, yeah, pretty much. Because next episode is also when we need to pay a chance die to not lose points by having more players than die. Yeah, I think I think the cutoff will be like for so especially because Soaring's not here. I think the cutoff is going to be when we're at this point in the structure of the podcast <laughs> next week. So, like, we'll go over point totals, we'll see if anybody wants to spend their chance die, and then the chance die will become D4. hmm Just to make it fair and make sense, and we can have some time to think about it. But that's not important right now. Uh, basically, you are, you know, for the finale, as far as we know right now, you probably want to keep two chance die. I probably want to keep three. Uh, you have three, and I have four. So if we keep all of our chance die today, then it probably just makes sense for us to use one while they're still D12s. Yeah, for sure. So, that, that being said... plan. Assuming uh, yeah. I don't just roll threes or less on all of them. Right. What, uh-huh. what are the statistics never, on that? That would never happen. It's, uh... <laughs> the actual... The, the chances of losing all three die is 9%. Really? Because it's That's... three out of 100. That's pretty big. It's 9 out of 100. Um, losing at least one is 90% or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. All right. Well, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay, so, so you have three to roll, and you want to roll four or higher on a D10. Oh, yeah. I was going to roll a D6. That would have been dumb. I was <laughs> worried. I Retroactively, I got really stressed that last time we did rolling that we didn't roll d8s and i was like we've rolled no we yeah we certainly yeah we did we did we did did, and then i was like okay cool um but yeah all right here we go i don't remember if it rolls one when i hit enter on google but we'll see okay this is six all right (sighs) if that's a five i don't like it getting lower (laughs) okay well you only have one more to roll (laughs) it's a three Oh, all right. Damn it, dude. So there's a I three. I didn't like it getting lower. So now you have two chance die. But, yeah. you know, that's what you need. It's all we need. All we need. All right. So I you guess just heard we'll... that one was my favorite. Oh, that was your one true child. Yeah. All right. Well, I have four to roll. <laughs> so we'll see what ends up happening here. Oh. Off the table. Does that count? It was a four. Sure, that counts. Cool. It was a four. Next one is an eight. That's a five. And a three. Okay. Thank so. God. <laughs> I would have been so mad. Uh, I was close. Okay, so you lose one. I lose one. Nothing productive has happened. <laughs> <laughs> because... uh, do you want to roll two for Soaring? No, we'll let Soaring like, do a voicemail. I don't trust him. Uh... <laughs> i'm sure it's fine. fine uh yeah so i guess i'm i was going to use a chance die if you know i had one but i got a i have three i have three right now and their names are uh 
Turner, Escobar, and Okech. So, hmm, those are some interesting names. I wonder where you came up with them. I found them on rngshow.com slash 42. <gasps> and so can you! Yeah! Alright. Well, with that being said, um, no more trades in the season, essentially. I think we're kind of locked in. So, let's go ahead and uh, get out of here. We'll be back next week, and we'll have like a super exciting discussion about all of our, all of our finale predictions and whatnot so that just wraps it up for us this week if you want to go check out our other episodes you can do so over rngshow.com everything's all there thanks to zoe for editing this episode as always thanks to subtact for the use of our theme song step up again you know where to find the spreadsheet at this point uh has something to do with the 42 and we will be back here next week i'm so excited to see what happens we're really like winding down um yeah it's it's incredible next i mean next week when we record i'll be like done with all of my like final final finals you know oh yeah the final 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 finals yeah finally so like that'll be cool yeah, your life will be different. Yep. Okay, bye. So, see ya.